All right, so, uh, I don't know, we've had some pretty craptacular weeks lately, so we took last week off, and uh, last thing we did was Amos and Andy two weeks ago, so I thought this week just to ease back in, because I don't think any either of us are usually in podcasting mood, <laughs> I know I'm definitely not, but let's get this fucking train back on the road, might as well, right? <laughs> Why not? Yeah, life goes on. And, uh, yeah, and again, this is just my excuse to come over here every week it's like uh, you know if i didn't not that i wouldn't come over but it's so easy just to skip it's like yeah whatever and the <laughs> next thing you know it's been a month you know <laughs> having this little weekly reason to come to the north side does help because uh like i was saying it's, it's not always a fun walk today it was a wind nightmare so uh but just to take it kind of kind of easy i was like yeah what's uh what's like the comfort food of this little journey so far and i would say it's got to be jack benny like jack benny was the uh, the show that to me is like the best show i'm like man that's a really good show like i could see someday sitting down and going out of my way to watch yeah, jack benny i thought the i love lucy show not not the pilot the other one was good it was it was okay uh, again it's like i feel like but that's very something similar something if i catch it here and there it'd be fine but uh, personally i was uh, into jack benny so okay but just out of curiosity this all kind of ties in though inadvertently it's neat how all this tv shit ties together I just did a search for, I don't know, top top episodes of Jack Benny. Let's see what people have to say. And I found this article by the Onion AV Club that they do, like they write about TV and movies, that kind of ties in with the Amos Nandy thing, where it was the it was an article they wrote for Black History Month, and it was like five example episodes of how Rochester was a good character, especially for back then. And they brought up Amos Nandy in this article and like how, you know, just tough it was to get anything on TV that involved black guys, you know, black people at all. And how Amos and Andy started as white guys and then became black actors, but even that was all this controversy. But yeah, so they brought up that Rochester in uh, in Jack Benny, the actor's name is Eddie Anderson, and he was already kind of famous because he was in two Best Picture award-winning movies back-to-back. He was in You Can't Take It With You and Gone with the Wind in 1938 and 1939. So it looks good on his resume that he was in these two Academy Award-winning movies, but in both movies he was just the house help or whatever, you know, he was just a minor kind of generic character. Where they said compared to that, like that seems like the accolade, but the real accolade was him being Rochester on Jack Benny, because Rochester was still that kind of character. He was still like the valet for Mr. Benny, but the way the show played out, it's like Rochester basically always got one over on yeah. Jack Benny. Yeah. Usually stole the show. Yeah, and uh, and then as the show went on, they had these examples of how the two of them really were like on-screen friends, basically. Like Jack Benny misses overhears basically he over, overhears in one episode that Rochester is gonna go fishing, but the way he words it sounds like he's gonna quit, and Jack Benny's just freaking out because he can't run his life without this guy and he's just going so far out of his way now to give him a raise and stuff and Rochester just lets it all play out. Stuff like that that was like that level of equality between characters was not common at all back then. But more importantly was the real life thing where they would tour around and do kind of like a live Jack Benny tour thing and Jack Benny refused to play any segregated theater because there were still a bunch of them. And he's just like, fuck you guys. We're not, we're just not showing up then. And he was like the only one who, who did that. So, so that's just kind of a, a nice counterpoint. I just wanted to watch Jack Benny 
just because uh, I like them. <laughs> but, but that ties into what we were talking about last episode, so that's kind of neat. So then also what I thought was kind of neat, they picked five episodes from throughout the run that were just good Rochester episodes. So I thought, let's just go in as far as we can go. The very last episode that was on the list it's called New Year's Eve. It's from season 12, episode 11. So this is up to 1961. So this is way ahead of all the other stuff that we've been watching. But I just figured we can uh, afford to jump ahead because it's Jack Benny. And this is like, we kind of talked about this at the time with some of these shows of like, we should check back in with them and yeah. see how they were different at the end than they were at the start. So this is sooner than I thought we were going to do such a thing. But because it's got the Rochester connection and I just want to watch Jack Benny. Okay, let's <laughs> so, go for it. Yeah, so we get both things. We get to see what how a show evolves after 12 seasons. Like, I didn't know it ran that long. That's a lot of seasons. And, uh, and yeah, it ties in with Amos and Andy and uh, the very slow progress of having black characters on TV. Uh, a little closer at that article and uh, yeah like what they said was uh, that this episode is a high point for the series but not comedically but for sentimental reasons and I'm like oh I picked the wrong one because <laughs> yeah it was uh, not very funny no it wasn't funny at all actually and it was very <laughs> sentimental yeah so, I mean, I guess I guess once in a while you got to do that type of thing. Maybe for the New Year's crowd, like if this was actually aired New Year's, I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know. But yeah, so started off with literally 10 minutes of just Jack Benny's, uh, I guess, like people he performs with. Just them backstage telling kind of lame New Year's jokes. And uh, they sang a whole song, like a whole song. <laughs> yeah, I checked. It was like 13 minutes just to get to the point of... Wow. Of uh, yeah, Jack Benny can't go to the New Year's party with all his friends from work because he's got a date, and then the date stands him up. But yeah, that should have been two minutes, but that was thirteen minutes, <laughs> and there was a song involved—a long song. Two songs, not just one. Oh yeah, that's two. right—a second, secondary, smaller oh, song. And they weren't good. And then uh, yeah, so Jack Benny gets stood up on New Year's. Uh, slightly funny when he goes to. He's like, I'm just going to go get some soup and go home. But he went to the diner where the girl he was supposed to be going out with was just so he could give her a hard time about working on New Year's. And then when he finally went back home, his uh, assistant Rochester is about to leave to go to some, you know, it's like almost midnight. But but he's like, you know, this is when our parties begin. Oh, by the way, that voice apparently is because when he was a kid, he uh, was a newspaper guy, you know, just like extra, extra. Here's what's going on. He claims that's why his voice is like that. his voice yeah uh so yeah instead of going out to his party he's like you know what i'll stay here with you mr benny and uh jack is so overwhelmed with uh that his friend is staying with him that he opens a bottle of champagne which he's such a cheapskate that he's never done before and uh credits <laughs> it's like yeah it's pretty fucking bad <laughs> so anyway um I guess what's interesting in the scope of this show we've been doing is 1961 is way deeper in than we've been with these other shows. I guess we got up to, I don't know, when... You watched something that was in the 60s. I can't remember what it was, but... uh... So I guess I'm kind of interested about how if 
Cisco Kid was the first black and white show in 1950, but that was clearly way ahead of the curve. But here in 1961, uh, Jack Benny's still black and white. Like, I wonder when the transfer happened, when there were no more black and white shows and well, just everything you was color. had to get to the point where you had enough people who had color TVs that it made it worth your while. Yeah. I know in Canada, I, when I was a kid, we'd be watching things like Front Page Challenge and that in 1965, 1966, and they were all black and white. So there was still a lot of black and white stuff going on, I guess, but we had a black and white TV, so even if it wasn't <laughs> color, how would we have known? It makes me think of in the modern era, because The Simpsons has been running for like whatever, almost 30 years continuously. So in the last 30 years, animation has changed. You know, you used to literally draw the frames by hand. And then everything switched over to computer. But The Simpsons was the last show to still be animated by hand because it just never got canceled. Like they were just doing it the old way until they just literally couldn't anymore because all of the, uh, you know, they have uh, places in South Korea that finish the animation. Like they mm-hmm. do the keyframes, but in Korea they do the in-betweens. And finally, the South Korean animation studios were like we just don't do this anymore everything's computers you have to switch so it's weird that the simpsons was the last one because they just never got canceled uh so i wonder if there's a case like that with black and white like some show that just ran forever and just held on (laughs) way longer i don't know i'll have to look into that sometime i guess of just what what was the last black and white show if there is such a such a thing well be the early 60s there probably weren't enough people who had color TV that it made it worth their while. And news broadcasts and those sorts of things were still black and white because the when President Kennedy got assassinated, oh yeah, that film footage yeah, it's is all, all is black, black and, white, and yeah. white. And, okay, moving ahead, the film footage that they have of Martin Luther King's assassination in 1968 is black and white, but the Bobby Kennedy assassination, which is only a couple of months later, is in color. So I guess then the more pertinent question maybe with the color black and white thing is what in the hell were they doing with Cisco Kid? Why was it in color in 1950? There was no need. <laughs> That's way too soon. That's weird, right? Because like, see, very few people would have had televisions in those days. Yeah. So. Yeah. Strange. It's an odd one. But I guess I'd kind of gotten it. At me. I'm, I'm like scrambling my information here because I... Because of Cisco Kid, I just assumed, oh, 1961, Jack Benny, surely that'll be in color. But it ain't. Yeah, I'll see you later. So anyway, yeah, kind of a, this is sort of a limp week, I guess, of just <laughs> my big plan of like, oh, let's just have a nice, easy, fun Jack Benny mm. week. Sort of backfired. Yeah, oh, well. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that show. Yeah, yeah, if that had been the, the only one we had seen. So uh, anyway, uh, next week, I guess we'll just get back to the more normal path i've been going through tv well actually i think i'll i'll just tell you right now because it might suck but uh i do already know what next week's going to be so do you remember there was uh the first hundred years i think it was called it was like a soap opera oh yes uh and it was was it british it was american but it was like half super boring and then the other half was like we believe your husband died because he was looking into oh, labor practices dun, dun, dun. yeah yeah oh but, yeah that one but the important thing about the first hundred years is it was quickly canceled and then replaced by the longest running tv show ever guiding light so guiding light is uh, the next thing on my list <laughs> so i doubt guiding light's gonna be good but we gotta check it out just because we saw the first hundred years, so now we got to see mm-hmm. 
what they did to tweak the formula to make it last for 60 straight years or whatever it lasted because guiding light is so insane how long it lasted i wonder if maybe just to really make it weird why don't i get one of the really old black and white guiding lights but then let me see if i can find like a modern one you know like from however whenever that show got canceled and let's watch them both okay. <laughs> and just do the whole because i just can't imagine the guiding light by itself is going to be interesting and do, do a comparison of so early. maybe a comparison would probably be more yeah. interesting than just whatever the weird soap opera <laughs> from the 50s is probably not that interesting so because I mean, I'm sure it won't be even recognizable, you know, like it'll be the same name for a show, but I can't imagine that there's any other connection after decades and decades. No, I would imagine all the original characters would have been long gone. Yeah. Okay. So that'll be next week. Okay. <laughs> Guiding light. <laughs> Man, it was a very disappointing one this week. Yep. I guess, uh, I guess that's, uh, I learned my lesson. I shouldn't look up I mean, it was kind of a double whammy where it was a, a well-meaning list because it was just meaning to show Rochester in a positive light. But that's not a that doesn't mean it's going to be funny. And uh, then this one, especially being the sentimental New Year's show, double means it's not necessarily going to be funny. <laughs> like like uh, the opposite of irreverent. You know, this is this is like let's try to be serious in our comedy show and that's never good <laughs> that Maybe never turns they wanted to have some just soft emotionalism they should have left that music out oh geez yeah there's no excuse for oh. yeah because again like the weird song to me feels like a real relic by 1961 you know that's yeah, some... that little irish song he was singing and doing his little ditty dance and yeah, and it just, like, he literally sang the whole song. It was, like, three-minute song, and it's just, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, like, that feels like more of a 50s variety show thing. It was thing. the same thing, like, when we watched that Lucy show, and the song went on and on and on. And we said, you know what, if they just had a, a little a little intro to it, okay. But it just went on and on and on, and this is this was exactly the same. Yeah, and it's funny because that was the Lucy pilot. Like they learned from the pilot not to do that. Where it feels like Jack Benny by season twelve forgot to not do that. Or or, <laughs> or they were so hard up for a filler. Yeah. To, to fill that. Ugh, it was awful. Yeah, I mean season twelve. I can't imagine how you could care. Like even bringing up The Simpsons again. You know, season 12, it's not good anymore. <laughs> like, that'd be a separate side thing to search out. But, like, what show is still good after 12 seasons? Has that ever happened? I can't, probably not. <laughs> so, which, speaking of, yeah, we'll see how 20 seasons of Guiding Light, <laughs> how that turned out. We'll do that next week.